Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome, Livestock fans, to Season 2 of Before the Bid Podcast. And uh, there is not too many guys that uh, I would rather have on this first podcast uh, a repeat. And uh, I am very, very excited to uh, talk to this guy again. We did one for the bull sale, and and now they also have a uh, female sale that they've had going on. That This is going to be the fourth female sale, and the sale is going to be held on Saturday, September 5th, of course, 2020. And it is going to be at 2 o'clock p.m. Central Daylight Time. And it's going to be held at Crown Point, Indiana. Uh, Again, talking to a second-generation cattleman, a Packer fan. And uh, he is head of the genetics and her development at Lynn's Heritage Angus and has been for five years. And uh, before that, he was up in Wisconsin for 11 years at Riley Brothers and uh, did a lot of great work up there before he came to Lynn's Heritage Angus. And uh, again, uh, I want to welcome back to the podcast a good friend of mine and a great guy, Mr. Glenn Davis. And uh, Glenn... Uh, Things uh, things growing and things going well up in Crown Point, Indiana, and uh, a lot of things happening there at uh, at Lynn's Heritage Angus. Correct? Yes, things uh, things have been very exciting. Even in this very odd year, things have been uh, really uh, smoking along and, and really uh, moving forward. Been a really good year for the cattle part of our business. And yeah, been very good. Good. And we're going to talk about that uh, here as we get moving along. And uh, uh, Glenn, uh, you, we did it on the on the last podcast, and again, we don't want to completely repeat that last podcast. People can go back and, and listen to uh, some of that as well. But uh, I, I do. I, I want to give you a chance uh, again because I think it's always important to introduce family and, and introduce the people that are very important to us. So uh, if if you would, uh, I want to give you a minute to introduce the family and, and, and tell us a little bit bit about those family members do to, to help you guys you bet uh, of course my wife uh, she pretty much takes care of everything my wife sarah she's an advisor for indiana one of one of the better advisors i've ever met <laughs> for the for the juniors absolutely and, agree uh, he does a, a fabulous job with that uh, my daughter taylor and my daughter melanie and my daughter Lacey. Uh, they all live in wisconsin mel and Lacey are married to two great great husbands, Andy and and Chad. Chad, of course, runs Riley Brothers in Wisconsin. Uh, My middle daughter, Taylor, is uh, still not married, but she has a very steady boyfriend and she has a great job. She's a new homeowner. We're very excited about that. Can I interrupt you just a second? I remember you on the, I remember on the spring one that that you said she was still single. Now, did somebody listen to the podcast and hit you up and the, hooked up I'm with Taylor? I'm not sure or? if he listened to the podcast. I'm not sure if he listened, but <laughs> oh. but she she's she's got one in the wings now. Okay. So uh, we're all happy happy for her for that. And then of course a lot of uh, you know my my youngest daughter and son Brooke and Trevin they are still going to Lowell High School. They both help help a great deal. Trev helps a great deal on the farm. Uh, Brooke, of course, does a lot of the showing and and is very involved and active in the Angus industry. And uh, so we're real excited. I mean, uh, my last two kids may may both end up, you know, on the farm with me. So so uh, you know, excited about that. That's always good news. And and of course, like I said, my son-in-law Chad is already, you know, managing a big herd. So uh, we're we're definitely an Angus family. You know, there's no question. That's great. I remember, Trevin, uh, I remember seeing you guys out in Oklahoma, and, and you and I, with the new schedule, were kind of on passing uh, passing days there, and, and you and I got to, to talk for about 10 minutes, and you were getting shoved out the, uh, out the fairgrounds because Trevin had to get to an event. Did you guys make it there, and, and did he come home with anything oh, yeah. really yeah. new and cool? Yes, my, my son is uh, 
an avid gun collector. And uh, we went to uh, a gun collection there in, in uh, Oklahoma. I, I, I apologize. I can't remember the name of it, but it was huge. J.M. Davis. My son just helped me out. <laughs> J.M. Davis. I should, be, I should be able to remember that. But right. uh, it was a huge gun collection, and I mean huge. Took you hours to get through. Uh-huh. And uh, he, he was pretty pumped. I think that made the trip to Tulsa really good for him. Good. So, yeah, that, that was a great that was a great day. It was a, it was a fun way to relax on the way home. Good, good deal. Yeah, and you and Sarah, you mentioned that you guys are uh, advisors for the Indiana Junior Angus Association and, and do a great job, uh, spend a lot of, of hours doing that. And, and so I know a lot of the people in Indiana and a lot of the juniors appreciate all the work that you guys do. So, uh, again, just appreciate, appreciate that. So you work for well, – thank you. I'll, I'll definitely tell Sarah. All right. Yeah. Send, I'll, I'll let her know. Send her our best with that. You work for a guy, Fred Lenz, uh, that is a very interesting guy, uh, and and has a lot of vision and has a lot of of heart, and and does a lot of things for the industry. If you would introduce Fred to us and and tell us uh, where kind of where they started and and where we are now with the Lenz Heritage Angus. Well, Fred is a third generation meat man i mean his his grandfather uh, had a butcher shop that's where it all began you know in chicago back in the glory days big book butcher shop his dad of course took it over uh with fred you know and fred took it over at a young age and uh him and his dad ran it for years and uh they just grew and grew and grew and as butcher shops became less popular that's when they became uh, you know more of a nationwide uh, you know, meat purveyor. And, and what really happened, you know, Fred really expanded it. His father and him, you know, they were struggling with the butcher shop, you know, back in the eighties and Fred, you know, Fred would work all day. Then they decided to start selling direct to steakhouses, you know, restaurants and, and, and other venues. So Fred would cut meat all morning and I've watched Fred Lynn's cut meat. So anyone that thinks Fred is a butcher that doesn't know how to cut, they are gravely mistaken. <laughs> and, uh, the man can, the man can run a knife. I'll promise you. And, uh, so he's cut many steaks himself. And so Fred, uh, actually basically would cut meat all day. And then him and, and two other guys, two other butchers would go, would go to steakhouses, take meat with them and, uh, display their product. And, uh, started selling that way. And, and then uh, here we are, you know, basically 30 years later, uh, meets by Lens, you know, worldwide, you know, meat purveyor. So uh, Fred has done a fabulous job. His vision's incredible. I mean, uh, that's how we got into the Angus breed was, you know, he knew we had to be more than just a meat purveyor that was cutting meat and giving a, a regular product like everyone else. You know, he knew we needed to do something more. And, uh, so, like I said, he's a great, great visionary. He's, he's a tr- tremendous man. I, uh, anybody that gets a chance to meet Fred needs to do it. He, he's a once-in-a-lifetime kind of guy. Uh, he, he's an amazing high-energy man. You know, he's very full of energy and, uh, and uh, just tough as nails. He's Chicago-born. I'm telling you, folks, he's tough. He may look little, but he's tough. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's, he's true blue Chicagoan. Do you guys uh, yeah. do you guys go back and forth with the Bears and the Packers? Is he a Bears fan if he's from that close? To well, Chicago? yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, definitely. <laughs> I'll put it that way. <laughs> definitely, he is true blue. Him and Mike Ditka are very good friends, right? And uh, so you can do the math. He's a diehard Bear fan, and and uh, of course I'm a diehard Packer fan. And then, of course, game day we're, we've been together a few times, and we get a little brutal. Right with each other, it, it's 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 a bad day for one of us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Put it that way, right? And somebody's uh, gonna have a bad day, right? And you did mention he's he's good friends with with Ditka, and and that is one of the steakhouses that that uh, uh, Lens yeah. Lens uh, meets by Lens Services. Yeah, yep. One so, of our one of our best. Do you know, Glenn? Yep. Do, you, do you know one of the first steakhouses that they ever got into? Has has he ever told you that, or and maybe that's something we need? To no, ask you're 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 asking the wrong guy. Well, I, I will have to ask Fred that. That's something I'm never asking, but that would be neat to know. You know, the first steakhouse that actually took him on. Um, I, I I really don't know that. I mean, I know all the ones that we have now, or not all of them, but I know a lot of them. 
And uh, no, I, I don't really know who he, I mean, it was all Chicago at first. They never left the city at uh-huh. first. Okay. I do, I do know that. So it would be a Chicago steakhouse, but I, I, I really don't know which one. Okay. And, and now, now Meats by Lens is, is shipping, you say, all over the world. Yes. Yeah. You know, Japan, Russia, Europe, uh, anywhere. I mean, uh, Jamaica, you know, the Caribbeans, uh, you know, all, all the, all this, any, any place that there's a restaurant, you know, with cruise liners, we do, you know, cruise lines, um, again, uh, Vegas, you know, anywhere that there is people, which of course right now is, is a problem, but, but, uh, basically once the world gets back to right, I mean, we, we, you know, all the biggest, you know, resorts, I mean, we, we hit them all and, uh, you know, kind of amazing to me, you know, when I first got with Fred, how it was just amazing the amount of clients that come to see us, you know, these, these chefs and these uh, owners come from around the world speaking different languages. And it's, it's just fascinating to take them on a farm tour. Just fascinating how well they listen and how excited they are about American beef just amazing I, lo- I love those tours more than any others yeah i really like you know the other people from other countries when they come they're so they're so excited to be in america and i mean that from the bottom of my heart they love coming to america right and uh, that means a lot to me and to and to fred right right so that is really one of the best things about my job right and before we get before we get too far away tell us a, a little about fred's family if you would well, Fred, Fred has a son. His, his oldest son, Zach, now is head of operations at the plant. I, I want to say he's 25. I, I could be wrong there. I apologize. Um, his next son, Tyler, is just getting his license, so he just turned 16. And, and his youngest son, Jack, is, uh, I believe, in third grade, fourth grade, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's his sons. Uh, Fred has a sister, Lisa. Of course, his mother is, is still living. Um, his father has passed away a couple, I think, three years ago now, two two to three years ago. Uh, his grandfather, of course, you know, has passed. But uh, so Fred is the founding lens now. You know, his own sons are coming into the business and uh, doing well. I mean, Zach does a fabulous job at the plant. I mean, I don't I don't think it's ever run better. I mean, he does a great job. So uh, it's definitely a family-owned business. Fred's had many offers, you know. Uh, I've been with him, you know, when he gets offers, and, and the man will not sell. It will be a family-run business forever. That's great. And which he does, is really kind of cool. He, that is great. I like that. And he does have a lady that uh, that helps him out quite a bit, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, Camille. Right. Camille is uh, always at his side, and, and, and Camille's one of uh, probably – I don't know if she's our best salesman, but I guarantee she's at the top. And uh, she also helps with the farm. And she basically does a little, a little of everything. I mean, she helps with the books. She, she uh, basically uh, keeps Fred straight, which that, that takes some doing too. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, basically just always, always in the business. I mean, I, I, it's hard to think of it without her being there. You know, she, she's very, you know, she doesn't run the plant, but she knows the integral ins and outs of, you know, everything that we do, mm-hmm. you know, the farm, same way. I mean, she's got her hand in everything and, and, uh, knows a great deal. That's kind of the way Fred does everything. I mean, everybody's got to pretty much know a little bit about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every, and, uh, no, Camille and Fred, uh, I mean, they're known very well in the Angus breed already just because everybody sees them together, you know, all the time. Right. And, and so, uh, I, you know, they, they travel together all the time, pretty much. Right. And she yeah. does, so, she yeah, does a she's very nice big job. part of it. Yeah. Does a oh, very yeah. nice job yes, of putting on good. things at the sale and, and, uh, everything oh, yeah. is, she, is always top notch. The, the sale is, is pretty much her baby as far as anything that, uh, is done. You know, I mean, I, I don't, I, I I hate to say this, but of course, most people know this. I don't do anything for the sale other than take care of the cattle. <laughs> right. You know, all the, the decorations, the, uh, the, the, you know, the entertainment, the, anything, you know, the food, uh, the, the RSVP and the, you know, making sure all the books are out. I mean, Camille does it all. You know, she, hand, she handles everything that way. 
Right. Yeah, she handles that, you know, everything that way, and and uh, which has been real good. The other thing on the farm, which are kind of like, you know, uh, sons uh, to to Fred now, is is the guys that work there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Ben Ben Weiss and Dylan McLean. They're both from Iowa, and uh, both do a tremendous tremendous job for the farm. They both basically co-manage the farm. I have pretty much stepped down from the the day to day, and they they run it all. And uh, they do a great job. We've got Deborah works for us also. And then Uncle Dave, which is Fred's uncle. He's not really Fred's uncle, but everyone calls him Uncle Dave. And uh, he's, he's, he's actually Fred's uncle-in-law. But, but anyway, uh, he does a fabulous job. And, and uh, we have another guy. Uh, uh, Ed Lane runs our southern farm for us and does a great job. So we've been expanding, and, you know, we've been expanding, Andy, and and uh, we've really we've really got some good help now where we're we're really starting to you know fire on all cylinders great and i did want to lead into that about expanding he's he's they they had a great meat business why get into the cow business as well well fred's struggle to be different i mean for us to be a top end meat purveyor you you've got to be different than all the rest i mean don't get me wrong there, there's a lot of good meat purveyors out there I mean, there, there is, I mean, there's a lot of people that take good care of the meat and do it and have a heck of a product. And, uh, so you've got to be slightly different. And, and Fred didn't, Fred got this idea. Fred's original animal. He bought a bull called American made as a, from Riley brothers. When I was up there, he bought him as a kind of a gimmick, more of an advertising thing than anything. He bought it with St. Elmo's and Manny's restaurant out of Manny's restaurant out of Minneapolis and St. Elmo's out of Indianapolis. Well, it was kind of a gimmick. They all bought the bull with ABS, and it was more of a advertising thing. And then as Fred got going, uh, he was out in Denver. You know, he, he just loved the cattle industry. Fred was always a horseman, but he, he so he loves animals. And then he got into the uh, cattle industry, and he was out in Denver with with Craig Hughes, the owner of St. Elmo's. And of course, they were having a couple of beers, and and Fred said, "You know what?" He goes, "I, I got this figured out." He said, "I am going to start raising." Angus cows. I'm going to start raising the genetics that our steaks are from. And of course, Craig laughed at him because Craig would laugh at Fred. <laughs> and, uh, and then here we are basically six years later and Fred's dream is, is, is coming a reality. And, uh, that's kind of how he got into the business. He knew he had to do more. Uh, we wanted a more quality, you know, as far as the product, we wanted it, you know, more consistent. That's what Fred's always after is a very consistent product. And what we've done, you know, by doing our own genetics, you know, we just keep expanding. We have our own steer division. And uh, the, the more cattle that we can get out of our own genetics, it, it, you'd be amazed the better the stakes are. If that's even possible, they, they continue to get better. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Fred did the right thing. And by taking this on, um, it's taken time. You know, you know what I mean? It's, it's mm-hmm. not a fast thing. You know that every rancher or farmer knows it's, it's tough. I mean, it, it's not been easy right. and, uh, we've been fortunate. We have a lot, a lot of good friends in the business and, you know, Fred brought me on for that reason. Cause I was older, you know, and I uh, had a lot of uh, already established, you know, friendships and, and, uh, that's kind of what it took. And Fred really believes in, in business. He's a very good businessman. He's taught me a, an incredible amount about business and, uh, he's learned an incredible amount about cattle, you know, from me, you know, vice versa. So mm-hmm. he's, you know, all that knowledge, Fred can speak cows with almost anyone, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't believe that a man as busy as he, but he can actually speak cows. He knows the bulls out there. He knows genetics. He knows the EPDs. Um, you know, he, he can talk cattle with, you know, he, he is a cattleman. There's no question. Mm-hmm. I, I want to hit on, on two things from, from that uh, short conversation there. You talked about uh, getting your genetics out there and, and having that consistent product, but you guys can't raise them all. Uh, to to go no. into that, so you have a buyback program, and we could talk a whole another podcast about the buyback program. But but if you would just hit on that for 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 just a second. Well, what we're doing, and, and the buyback program started about three and a half years ago, so we're we're young into it, and and we're working on many new things. Which some, I mean, again, it take me too long to explain them to you. Right. Uh, big things, big things for the Angus industry. You know, big things that we're we're going to push through and, and give data. We're going to give data to the Angus industry like they've never seen before and uh, real high quality proven data. 
and that's what we're after. And, and, uh, so what we do with the steer deal, we, we, you know, it's just like anybody else that has a steer deal, except the, the, the beauty is we have the end product sold already. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was an easy choice for us. Now it's been tough the last couple of years. Cause of course the market feeders and, and fats haven't, haven't aligned. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's been a tough run. That's made it harder on us than anything. The quality of the cattle have been there but the the price hasn't been so it hasn't been a big profit maker but it's 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 something that we have to do and like you said we cannot produce enough of our own genetics even our own bulls to 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 satisfy a company as big as ours Mm -hmm. so we're constantly you know dealing with other good angus breeders and and uh you know doing lots of little things And and we just keep learning on that andy it's just it just keeps getting better right and the other thing, you guys have you guys have grown so so large so fast. Uh, are are you still continuing yeah. to grow, or or what's what's some of the next steps? Well, we we are. We, our original plan was to grow, and grow, and grow. Fred and I, we talked about it heavily. We grew, and now we're actually shrinking. Not shrinking. We're we're actually perfecting now. Mm-hmm. We're we're basically to the size we want to be. I mean, we're, we're approximately 600 registered females at all times. And that's a lot for the state of Indiana. Right. And, uh, because of course everything is small pastures and so it makes a lot of work. We wear a lot of trailers out trucks, <laughs> right. but, uh, it, it, it makes a lot of work. So we're, what we're doing now is we used to put embryos in commercial cows. Now we slowly, as our cows prove that they're not as good as the others or their genomic slip or something happens to the sire uh, or they get bad feet or something goes wrong, we make them a reset. So soon our goal is to have our, our herd be 100% registered. And whether they're carrying an egg or not, that's kind of the direction we're going. So we're still kind of redefining it. We're not shrinking any, but we're basically changing the look of our herd. And uh, we, we're identifying the elite. We've made our own dollar profit index, which we'll be coming out with that at our bull sale. That'll be a new thing we'll be able to talk about then. That's going to be a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really works because, of course, we're a meat packer and, and we know what profit is in our own cattle. So our dollar profit is very accurate. And uh, we're, we're very excited to unveil that. We were going to unveil it in female sale, but with COVID and everything, we just thought we'd better wait. Right. So, uh That'll be an exciting deal to look forward to for the bull sale. Good. You just hit on another topic that, that I want to talk just uh, uh, briefly on, on the meat side of things again. Uh, the, the COVID. Uh, we've got COVID. Everything shuts down. They shut these. Uh, they, they shut the restaurants oh, yeah. down or limit those. And, and, I mean, you guys have got some, you know, uh, restaurants like STK, Dickas, Maple and Ash, Michael Jordan's, uh, Joe's, Chicago yeah. Chop Shop. Uh, St. Elmo's, Jeff Ruby's Manny's, I mean, just very, very uh, high-end restaurants. What what happened with uh, the the business and, and the things that happened there at uh, at the meat side and, and also on the cattle side? It, it would change that as well. Well, we, we went from going 100 miles an hour down to zero in one day. Uh-huh. You know, one day. When they closed the country, our meat packing plant was shut. I mean, we were done. I mean, uh, it, it was a shock. I mean, it was, it was not good. It still isn't good, you know, but Fred never laid a single employee off through the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Not one, never laid a single employee off. We cut meat, you know, we had to cut, you know, of course our, we're a fresh meat company. Mm-hmm. So we, of course our freezer was, you know, we had to just keep cutting meat and freezing it. And the hardest part on Fred, I would say about the whole COVID thing was, was all these politicians changing their minds in these states. Yep, we're going to open up Friday. Well, then Thursday would come, nope, we're not opening up for another three weeks. As a meat purveyor, you can't prepare their meat and then ship it. I mean, you you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was very hard on Fred. I mean, the, the month of May was probably harder on Fred than the month of, of March, you know, because of the uncertainty, uh-huh. you know, and how much meat would they need and I mean, we're, we're not running at capacity now, of course. Everyone would know that because right. we are a truly a meat purveyor. We do not sell to grocery stores. You know, we don't sell. We do sell publicly. Now, Now our public sales have, have, have skyrocketed, of mm-hmm. course. 
because uh, every, everyone wants good meat right now. More than ever, people are wanting quality protein. Right. And uh, I, I got to admit that, uh, and I'm proud of it, how many people come up to me that are buying our meat now on the Internet. just amazes me. And uh, I don't know the exact percentage, Andy, that we that we sell now publicly, uh, but but it's 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 helped a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's it's helped us a lot. It's, it's kept us selling meat because that meat has to be frozen anyway, Andy. Mm-hmm. So it takes it's taking care of our frozen meat that we we did not want to freeze. Right. So it it, it helped. Uh, I think when this is over, I think meats by Lens will be stronger and better than ever. Right. Just because it, it, these hardships, they always make you tougher. Right. And uh, I, I really think Fred has Fred has tightened up the ship now, to where, I mean, I, I think he's just noticed a lot of things that that they could be better, and took our time to you know use our time wisely. Why why everyone was off, or you know why things were slow. You know, had a lot of meetings, a lot of thinking. You know what we could cut, what we could add, and uh, I mean, I really think you'll see meat by Lynn's better than ever when this when this world finally comes around right and uh so the covid deal has hurt us as bad as any any business you know obviously with us selling directly to to restaurants you know that's the thing they uh, are you know without going political on you uh, it's been frustrating <laughs> right yeah you know yeah and and if if they are looking for those they can find those on uh eat angus uh eatangus.com the yes. uh, Lens Heritage. Yep, eatangus.com. Online. You can buy buy a, a wide assortment of our, you know, meats. Right. Yes. You know? Yes. And that that's been very good. The restaurants are the restaurants are up and going now. Mm-hmm. It's just some states are at twenty five percent, some are at fifty. So mm-hmm. so you know, we're we're not back to full full go, but it sure feels good to be going again. Right. Right. You know, I can I can just tell by the you know we see a lot I see a lot of the employees a lot of them will come to the ranch just to, you know to be around and you know the mechanics come out and help us with our stuff you know they do all the PMs and stuff on our tractors and stuff and I can just tell everyone's got a little more pep in their step now that things are actually you know starting to move right right you know, so the whole country we're gonna make her all of us Andy you know that <laughs> right we're just you know, just got to keep plugging away and we're doing the same thing at Beats by Lens right. Just plugging away. Yeah, and and the important part behind those things are are some of those genetics uh, that that you guys are using, that you guys are getting out there uh, to 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 make this end product. And you guys have a couple bulls that uh, that are really making some waves uh, in, in all aspects of the Angus business. And I wanted to give you just a, a minute to talk about those, and and then we'll we'll get to talking about this sale and, and these sale cattle. Yeah, I mean Andy, we. Our bull, uh, the Lynn's Exemplify bull, 71124, you know, we sold him in our bull sale, the uh, two bull sales ago, or one, well, in, in 19, in 2019. Uh, we took on partners, Wall Street Cattle Company and uh, Ancheck Cattle Company out of Wisconsin, Wall Street out of Missouri. Uh, they purchased him for $150,000, and and, uh, and that's a lot of money. I mean, they put a lot, a lot of belief in him, and, and the bull's not going to let you down. He's, uh, he's at origin now. We finally put him in at origin after we sold semen, uh, privately for the first year. And then now he's at origin. And of course the COVID hurt us there also, Andy, because mm-hmm. we shipped the bull out there, uh, to be there for the Midland traffic, which is the kickoff to origin. And of course they shut origin down. So, uh, amazingly, Andy, the bull is, is still picking up steam. And now I'm getting tons of calls that, that people say he's a top two or three bull at origin which is a, is a big feat for as many bulls that are there. And I'm getting great cattlemen have used him. Uh, I mean, uh, his, his calf crop this coming year will, will be the true test if he's going to make it or break it. I mean, he's going to have a big year this coming year. We'll be selling cattle in the sale out of him. Uh, his counterpart is Pineview Forefront. Now, F200. Now, that's another bull that we purchased to kind of change the look of our herd. He's totally different than our, than our herd. Uh, he, he's come from the Pineview herd out of Iowa, John Wessel, another one of our very good friends. We, we really love his herd, love what he's doing. Slightly different than us, but that's the way this business is, you know, so we, we need every breeder and forefront's a little different bull for us. He's, he's a high, high carcass bull and, uh, real high growth also. 
uh, just an all around, you know, great bull. We're, we're going to, we're going to do another semen special on both of those bulls. Anybody that buys semen the week of the sale on exemplify or forefront, will get it for $30 again, instead of the traditional 40. And of course, we'll still do rates for, you know, for uh, discount for uh, bulk also. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got another bull we'll have on display on sale day. He's called Lynn's American Made, uh, and he is a very special bull. Everyone that comes will see. Uh, he, we thought he was so good, and he, we never sold him. We have used him exclusively in our herd for the last two years, and his calves are phenomenal. We're just getting him born now this fall, and and he is really a good bull. We're very excited about him. And uh, we just got the new picture out. We'll, we'll be advertising him soon. Uh, it's kind of the odd time right now. But he's a real high carcass, but yet he's still high, high marbling bull. He comes from the, you know, from the, from the vintage black cap cow family, and, and we're real high on him. You'll get to see him sale day if you come. We've got many other new young sires that we've purchased. You know, uh, we purchased a bull from Hearts, a heart no doubt. We purchased a bull from Reverse Rocking R. Uh, we're really high on alternative, the Baldridge alternative bull. So we bought the reverse rocking R alternative. He's another one of our young sires. Then we've got Lynn's Paymaster, which is a which is a 1682. Now this is his year to prove himself in our steer program. And from what everyone is telling me, the best calves on their farms are out of him. Mm-hmm. So we're very high on him. We just bought Wilkes Regiment with uh, other breeders and with select sires. So we're very excited about him. We bred him quite heavily in our herd. He's a, he's a war cavalry son. And of course our own bull lid shifting gears passed away this year. Uh, like most bulls, he passes away right when his data is coming in heavily. He, he will be over one on marbling by probably by the end of next week. Wow. Is his raw, his raw data has, has made him climb over, over 0.5 on his marbling just in the last three months just from us turning in steer data. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're really excited about those bulls. We are selling two bulls in the sale, or actually choice of one of the two bulls. We've got Lynn's Pandemic, 9705. He's the biggest spread bull non-parent in the Angus breed. He's 0.3 to 175, 176. And he's got a, still has a $270 C even with all that light birth. He's a D.L. Dooley son. We're, we're, we're sky high on him. He's out of a new cow, which ironically comes right out of the state of Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a D-180, Ruth Stewart, Stewart Select, uh, raised her. Uh, Cody Sankey bought her as a cow-calf pair at the side of her mother, and then we bought her as Cody's high-selling cow a couple of years ago, and uh, she's earned her right in our herd now. I mean, she, she's, she's top cow. She's our top new cow. Mm-hmm. Then the other bull we're selling is is Lynn's Reliance. Of course, both names are named after the pandemic, you know, and, and what's going on with the year. He's another Dooley son, but he's 0.72 on marbling already, and Dooley is only 0.3. So he's a really high marbling, high dollar beef Dooley son. He's the top Dooley son that way. And they're both physical specimens, as you would get used to, Andy. You know, you're used to seeing them. Uh, they're both very physically correct, very athletic. Uh, not show cattle, but but right behind them. Mm-hmm. which would lead me into Andy. Uh, if we go into the book, uh, we've got a few that I would like to talk about if we've got time, Andy. Sure, you go right ahead. Um, and, and, yeah, I want to tell everybody, those were lot A and lot B in the sale. Don't just look over those bulls thinking that they're, they're reference sires uh, like somebody else did when he first opened the catalog. Make sure you look at those. That, that lot A and lot B are those two bulls that uh, he just talked about. Yeah. Uh, yes, Glenn, and then go right ahead. Yep. All right. And, you know, we're starting the sale. Uh, most people have already called me and teased me. This is my first sale out of 14 sales that I did not lead the sale off with a lady. Mm-hmm. So everyone knows that lot one is either very special or, uh, or I've lost my marbles. And I will promise all of you that lot one is a shoe-in to be a contender in the PGS show at next year's Nationals. Her numbers are elite, and her physical appearance is second to none. I mean, she is a, a show heifer walking in a performance heifer body, and uh, very, very proud of that heifer. She's from the Emulata cow family. I mean, she's got a $321 C, which tells you she ranks very high. 
She's 162 at a year. I mean, she is tailor-made for the PGS show. Wow. So we're, we're very high on her. We're selling three other sisters out of that same cow. Again, they're all lot one. So, uh, you know, moving them to the front of the book was, was, was very easy, actually. Mm-hmm. We've got two power play daughters. Uh, and then we've got a shifting gears, the highest shifting gears daughter in the country. She's got a $311 C, is also in the lot one group. The lot two is a very special heifer. She is exemplifies sister. And uh, she's a dually. Um, so she doesn't have the crazy carcass numbers like Exemplify does, but when you see her, you know, you'll know she's, she's very similar to him. The, the 2A is a very big time sale attraction. That is a maverick young baby that's born. We just got the genomics back this morning. So the calf will have numbers, uh, by the time the sale is. And this heifer here is actually, I saw him fully saying this, but she's actually more attractive than Exemplify himself. Wow. Very attractive. Very special calf. Uh, of course, the lot three is the big donor we're selling this year. Her mother sold last year. Um, we're selling a Calvary heifer out of her. Um, again, I, I can't say enough about that cow, 4202. You know, she sold the Crazy K and a Desto Pines last year. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone in the world saw her and marveled at her. This daughter is like a spitting image of her. She is incredible. I mean, she's one of Rampage's best physical specimens that are out there. So we're very high on her. She's been a tremendous donor for us. And we're also selling a Calvary heifer also out of her, which is lot 3A, which the blood is also just came back. So we will have data on that heifer also, which is War Calvary, the big, big numbered heifer. So we're, we're very excited for the numbers to change on that heifer. Uh, then the next page is lot 4. And I won't talk about all of them, Andy, but I, these these first ones are, are very good. When, when they've got a whole um, the page, four, they probably mean something, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they've in got a whole spread, yeah. We give them the double, yeah. When we give them the double-page spread, that, that, means, I, I, that means I believe in them for sure, and so does Jeremy. Jeremy right. Hag, you know, runs our sale again and, and, and uh, does a tremendous job. He comes up and picks them with me, and, and uh, believe me, when Jeremy says give her a double spread, that, that means, you know, she's the real deal. And this next heifer actually is. She's, she's the highest dollar C of any daughter out of that great cow, out of the, the crazy K Adesto Pines cow. This calf here, I will be shocked, Andy, if this calf doesn't go somewhere big, big time. Mm-hmm. She is a big time heifer, and uh, physically and numerically. So we're very high on her. Um, and innovation, of course, is probably the favorite bull that Linz has ever used. Many people are onto that bull now just because we have used him so heavily, and uh, just tremendous cattle from good feet to good physical. I mean, they're they're just great cattle. So then. Uh, the next, uh, the lot 6A and 6B, they're, they're, uh, that's the best flush we had this year. On our new uh, dollar profit, their mother is, is our best cow on, on our new dollar profit figure. And those two heifers won't disappoint anybody. They're out of VAR signal and another great all-around bull. Very high on those. Of course, lot 7 is, is another one. Now, this, this is, a, is, a, is something you don't get offered every day. This is a full sister to the greatest, you know, cows that I ever developed at Riley Brothers, the greatest cows that I've had at Fred's, the 453 cow, which Nowatsky and Maple Lane bought from Indiana. This is the first time we ever sell a full sister to 453. And this girl is a beast. We've had traffic all year. Nobody misses this ever. She is older, you know, with the Denver and the pedigree and the war party. Mm-hmm. Her numbers are slightly behind the new, the new fangled stuff. Mm-hmm. But I will promise you, she is a beast. And people, people will not miss her sale day. Very, very impressive animal. Of course, the 8A and the 8 and the 8A are both half interest. That's what we think of those two. They're the only two daughters we have of that mating out of the great 453. So we're, we're excited to take on some new partners with those two. Uh, they're both very high ranking for their sire. Um, you know, confidence plus, the, the, the one is the high confidence plus dollar C heifer for yearling weight and dollar C combined. The Niagara uh, is, is number four Niagara for dollar C total. So we're, we're very high on them wow. you know, in the country. Their sister was just reserve division at uh, the first PGS show. 
So that's that's where those two came from. Both of those heifers could show in that show also. Um, the Lot 8B will be the first America calf to sell in America. That's a live calf. So many people have wow. seen her, and, and uh, I will tell you, she, she is one of the best on the farm. I mean, she is unbelievable animal. I mean, she gets better every, every day since we weaned her. She's just amazing. She changes all the time. I mean, we took that picture. She was very young. She, is, she does not look like that anymore, Andy. I'll promise you that. Okay. Uh, the next one is uh, the lot eight. Well, we're selling the next few, all those eights are all daughters of 453, all breads. We're selling four daughters, three daughters that are bred. Then the next cow family we go on to is the 3189 family, which would be lot 11. And that's the best phenotypic claim you'll ever lay your eyes on. She's just like her mother. If you look at the picture of her mother and her, you'd swear it was, it was her mother. I mean, she is just the right size. Uh, that, that has been our high-selling lot every year since we've had our sales. If you paid attention, 3189 has stopped every sale. Uh, I don't know that this heifer will but she's going to get a lot of attention. The next heifer, the 11A, which is her half-sister again, now that heifer is special. Totally different outcross genetics, uh, big-time growth, big-time dollar C out of a, out of a shock-bred sire. So it's kind of a really unique, really unique uh, daughter of 3189. Uh, the 3190, which is lot 14, is is another one that's 3189 sister been a tremendous donor and uh she's averaging just under eleven thousand on her first nine calves that we've sold so another very good cow in our herd uh the lot 15 is her best daughter ever that is the high dollar c uh, diamond in the rough which diamond in the rough of course is a very outcross sire and uh she's probably the best bred heifer we've ever sold ever in our four sales, she's the best we've ever sold. She did have a bull calf. She has a bull calf at side now, and uh, that one will not disappoint anybody. They will. That will be a, a crowd favorite. Um, then we go to uh, lot 18 and 18A. Uh, those are joint owned. We own those with Ann Hurtabo uh, and her and her husband Max, which they own Amigos Foods. Uh, you know the the big food company mm-hmm. and. Uh, they're a big, big, huge CAB company. Anyway, they we own them with Ann. All three 18 lots are hers. She owns that mother. Uh, she bought her for 110000 in our very first sale. Mm-hmm. And these two heifers, the two charms, are like identical twins, as you can see by their pictures. Mm-hmm. They're the best two phenotype animals in the entire offering. And then uh, the next one would be the uh, Tahoe, the lot 19. Mm-hmm. Another one, very special animal. Tahoe is another all-around sire that we've been using lately, and they're just they, they just check all the boxes, and she's his number one dollar C daughter at two ninety nine. She'll hopefully be over, she's two ninety nine today. She's been climbing fast. She'll be over three hundred, I'm guessing, by sale day. But she is Tahoe's number one daughter, and she will not disappoint anybody long as long as a school bus. Mm-hmm. She did. Then, she uh, that way. She, she is. She's very good. And, uh, we've got. Uh, the lot 24 is is a very high dollar C uh, south side cow. One of our good. We've never flushed her, but she's definitely capable of being flushed. Um, very good cow. Uh, the lot 25 is probably the best phenotypic daughter ever out of the grade 890. When you see her, you'll know what I mean. The picture doesn't even do her justice. This is one beautiful donor. So she will be a crowd favorite. Um, and then of course the lot 26 is one of black onyx's best daughters she's the number one yearling weight black onyx in the breed and when you see her you'll know why she's she's another pgs chance at winning i mean she could win the whole show next year very phenotypic very good numbers kind of just just what we've been trying to breed she she didn't disappoint the next four the 28a through through 30 are all daughters of 4107 she was our second high selling cow last year in her sale Probably our most productive cow. Tremendous flushing cow. That's the only way we can sell so many daughters. All four of those are, are all donor capable. Um, then the next one, the lot 31, if you notice, she's the sister to Pandemic, the lot A bull. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and she's by Charm. 
Uh, many people compare her, you know, to, to being the best phenotypic animal in our sale. Uh, you know, between the 18s and her, that, that'll be a toss-up. I guess the people will decide that day. Mm-hmm. And then the the next animal I'll talk about, which would be the lot 32 and a lot 32A. 32A is another one. That That's another PGS standout. I mean, she doesn't have quite the numbers of a couple of the earlier ones, but phenotypically, she has really got it. She's probably the biggest middle heifer in the wholesale uh, her mother sells a lot 32. She's been a 20 egg producer for us for two years now. Oh, wow. Um, just another tremendous. She, she's a sister to resource 4136, you know, all the great shock cattle. She is a sister by active duty. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're very high on her. Um, then you go back to lot 39 B that is shifting gears. Another one of shifting gears, best daughter. Uh, just another incredible cow. She is actually the mother of American Maid and uh, our bull that we're so high on now, the the, the uh, Spruce Mountain cow there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lot 40 is another one of some interest. Lot 40 is a, the mother of Lot 40 is a sister to Atlas, which is uh, B&B Atlas, which is uh, the bull up at Alter at uh, CMEX in Canada. And he's just a true power horse powerhouse uh sits angus out in montana own him and uh this this is another heifer you won't want to miss she's she's very powerful very very interesting animal little different genetics you know just all around you know one of the you know better animals we've raised and again this year's sale andy i guess what you'll notice more than anything is there's a lot of differences this year mm-hmm. you know the last few years we've had a lot of the same cow families this year we've added a lot more Next year's sale will be probably three times as many as this year. Fred has bought a lot of different genetics over the last year. And, of course, he buys them as heifers, so they're all calving right now as falls. And then, you know, some of them will calve as spring. So next year's sale will be even more exciting. Of course, like everybody else, you know, you're an eternal optimist when it comes to selling cattle. Every year is going to be a good year. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, we're very excited, Andy. That's kind of a, a fast rundown on the, on the book, but anyone has any questions about any of them. I mean, I just went over some highlights that were differences. There's lots of other great cattle in there. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, and cattle, great cattle all the way through. Sometimes they, these catalogs will start off uh, on the front and be really strong and, and uh, maybe not be quite as strong at the end. And, and this one absolutely all the way through and, and something that that I really enjoy about your, your program and, and what you guys are doing. And, and I've been, I've been to every sale, uh and uh and so i i enjoyed that and and just the strength of uh the cattle that they go through there and and the strength of the buyers and and uh and and it's a who's who uh when you're there uh uh so just uh so many so many great guys fly in from all over the nation for this sale and and uh, always just a just a great event so well and and i think you'd agree andy uh, the way we set our sale up, because we are such a heavy embryo transfer herd, uh, a lot of people, you know, say, well, I can't come there and buy a good one. Well, you, you know very well, Andy, you can. Right. Yes. You know, they, they don't, they <laughs> even us cheap guys. For a uh, right. Even us. Yeah. yeah. Right. Even, even the cheap guys. Yeah. No, it, it's, from top to bottom, we, we do not put an animal in because it's a poor animal just right. to get rid of it. That 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 is for sure. You are you are getting an animal that we would put in our own herd, for sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're we're very proud of that. We we tried definitely not to put in a cow that you would not be happy with. Right, and I know from experience that uh, that, that yes, you can you can afford them, and yes, they turn out uh, when you bring them home, and and they do a very very nice job uh, of that. So uh, yeah, and, um, just a, a a great event, and again, a, a good strong. Uh, selection of of cattle there that uh, always just just go and and uh, my my guess is and and knowledge is is that you guys want to help other people make money from their from their cattle and and their herds and and what they buy from you guys. Oh yes, I I I, I guess Andy, if I if I have one trait that that people like, uh, I I try very hard for them after you make the purchase. I, I, I help them in any way that I can, whether it's breeding decisions or where to sell the animal or what the animal's worth is or, or where to put it. I'll help them if I can, you know, if, if, if they put it in a sale and 
and it's the best animal in the sale. I, I will help them with our own clients. I mean, I've proven it time and time again. And that's why a lot of people buy from us. Fred, Fred's that way too. I mean, he, he backs his, his business. You know, we back it. You buy one from us, you call us and say you've got a calf that's a, uh, an elite calf and it's a $330 C, you, you can count on them. I'm, I'm going to be there for you. <laughs> right. I'm going to help you going to help you in any way I can because, uh, uh, you know, it only helps us, right. you know, when, when the word gets brown and it, it takes time to build a great program, Andy, you know that. And, and that's, we're trying to do as many things right as we can. Now, will we do some stuff wrong? Of course, you know, everybody does, but, but we're really trying to build a program that people can count on. Right. And, right. uh, so you know, I'm very fortunate to, to work where I do because we, we have the ability to do that. I mean, Fred, the beauty of us is is when you buy a lens animal, it, it's backed. Right. You've got the lens backing. And, I mean, if, if there's a problem, we will fix it. You know, we, we, we take care of our customers. Right. We're very, very proud. Fred does the same thing at his other business, and he wants our business out there to be the same way. So we're, we're very proud of that fact. Great. Yes. Yeah. And, again, we want to invite everybody on uh, Saturday, September 5th, uh, 2020, of course, at 2 o'clock p.m. Central Daylight Time. But, you know, the the fun doesn't start at, at 2 o'clock uh, on Saturday. Right, Glenn? No, the fun the fun usually begins Friday night. <laughs> and uh, we have, a, we have a, a meal on Friday night that's second to none. I mean, uh, you know, of course, we're serving, you know, Lynn steaks all night long and and, uh, you know, we, we like people to RSVP. So if you're listening to this podcast and you want to come Friday night, you're more than welcome. It really helps us if you RSVP us. Call me, call Fred, call Camille. Uh, get a hold of someone at Lens and let them know how many people are coming. And you're, you're, you're definitely welcome. Anyone's welcome. So if you're listening, uh, but you do need to RSVP only because we need to bring a certain amount of stakes out. And we don't want to be short. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a steak night and it's not your ordinary little chopstick. It's, it's a, it's a big time Lynn steak. It's a great meal. Everyone that comes, it's, it's probably worth the trip to Chicago just for the meal. Yes. On Friday night, Andy. Uh, uh, I, I think you would agree. You, you've been there many times and <laughs> that, that, that it's like going to the steakhouse yourself. It is, it is one of those days that, uh, Andy just happens to be sick on the uh, second part of the day. Uh, and, and have another appointment that he needs to go take care of, and, and so he has to take off work, uh, so that so that he can get to Crown Point, uh, so that uh, so that we can be there for that meal, and and it's a it's a great meal and and great things, great activities uh, that you guys have going on there, and the different displays of things to learn about lens and and learn about the meat industry, and uh, man, I that that is that is one of the uh, sales that I look forward to. Uh, every year from from the time I leave to go back and and I know uh, with Brandy Brandy coming to the sale that is the one of the sales that she says I am definitely going to that one uh, she and she enjoys those <laughs> but uh, she says she she always asks when we're sitting calendars up when's the lens sale that's that's one of her uh, <laughs> things that she marks off on the calendar so that so that we can do that so uh, again, the meal on on Friday night, and then you guys have stuff available all day on Saturday. Uh, cattle available yep. to, to be viewed Friday night if you're or Friday if you're there, and then again uh, Saturday morning to to view all of those cattle as well. So. Yes, and another note, Andy, if if anybody does not have a catalog and would like a hard copy, uh, you know, definitely. Uh, you know, get a hold of me or get a hold of uh, Camille or Fred, and we will get you a catalog immediately. If you still want a hard copy and you and you don't have one, and you happen to be listening to this, okay, yeah, and also so, you can you can bid if you can't make it to the sale. Uh, bid, of course, uh, any of the uh, any of the uh, livestock publication representatives that are there, the sale managers, sale consultants. Uh, they can be found very easily if you go to. The Lynn's uh, Heritage Angus website. Uh, the catalog is right there, and you can look at that. And you can bid on live auctions with Brooklyn Graham. 
and so you don't even have to be there. But uh, I, I just want to make sure that, that we do hit on this, Glenn, with the different times and different things that uh, different times as today is, and and we've got a meal and everybody together. What's the what's the plan for those that might be a little bit nervous about uh, this COVID nineteen? Well, Fred Fred has already talked to the health department, and we've got all the rules and guidelines. All of our tables will be round eight place tables with four people at them. So uh, we, we've checked into the rules. We have a tent outside for anyone that doesn't want to go inside. The tent will connect to the building, so you will be able to be out in the air. Um, so anyone that has any health problems or health issues, we've got you taken care of that way. Uh, you do not have to be in the crowd. Uh, we will have masks. We will have everything that anyone needs if you forget anything. We'll have sanitizer everywhere. Of course, we've got bathrooms everywhere. Because of the COVID, we have to have restrooms outside. We will not, no one will be able to allow to go to the indoor restrooms. That's just one of the rules in our county. Mm-hmm. So Fred is renting the, the big portable, uh, the, the ones on wheels. You know, I, I don't know how to describe it, but anyway, uh, we're, we've taken care of it. So you, you will have nice, clean, very uh, modern restrooms, but they will be outside, so you will not have to worry about COVID. Um, we're trying to make it as good as possible. We're anticipating, you know, a, a few less people. You know, our sale traditionally has three to 400 people at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're, in, we're anticipating to be down to maybe 200. Just just a guess, Andy. There, there's no, we don't have any, you know, you know real idea yet, mm-hmm. but Fred has talked to the health department. We, we've handled everything that we can handle uh, so that you will be safe. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, other than that, if you don't want to wear a mask, I mean, that's your choice too. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're outside or, but, but at least respect the people that want to wear one. Right. That's, that's pretty much, you know, where we'll be. And, and, uh, but everything, everything that our health department for our County has asked, Fred has done. So right. it will look a little different. The sale will be different. There won't be the straight tables and people won't be on top of each other, mm-hmm. but it's a bit, you know, you've been there. It's a big room. We're mm-hmm. just going to be a little more spread out. Right. Yes. Yeah. Build so, a, build a and then people, people can be in the tent also. Right. Yes. So we'll have a ring. We'll have a ring man out in the tent and, and uh, he will be watching for people that do not want to come into the building. Mm-hmm. So, Great. We're trying to handle as much as we can, and we take advice from anybody. If anybody has any for us, we, we would uh, would definitely do it if, it if it would work better. Right. Good. Well, Glenn, uh, make sure that you get me RSVP'd for three, possibly four, okay? If, if uh, you're in charge of that, make sure you RSVP us that for that Friday night because I'm not going to miss it. Uh, unless something major goes on, I'm going to be in Crown Point, Indiana uh, on uh, – on there on Friday night, September the 4th, and, and then I'm going to be there for the sale on Saturday, September 5th. Well, thank you very much, Andy. Well, well, uh, I'll definitely do that right now. All right, you you do that, and and uh, we're gonna we're going to uh, be out of time here for uh, this podcast. And and Glenn, as always, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Always a pleasure to work with you in any way that that we work together. And, and I really appreciate you coming back on before the bid podcast, and and you guys doing another podcast for this sale. And uh, I just just want to wish you luck at the sale, and and wish you luck with all of the other things that are going on up there. And uh, sure look forward to being up at Crown Point, Indiana, on September 4th and 5th. Thank you, sir. We'll, uh, we'll catch you soon. All right. Well, that sounds great. And we want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Bid podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.